Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. In, oh man, yeah, yeah. Damn, what did you say? You said that. Well, damn, what did you just say about everybody missing out? Man, yo. So this is the first show that Rez isn't here for. Yeah, he's been here for every other one. Right? Every episode, he's the only consistent person. <laughs> Interesting how that post is comes up like that. I know, right? Yeah, he has been every episode except this one. I missed twice. Yeah, but LA and then the Black Panther episode y'all did. Yeah, then I missed twice because yeah. I was sick. Then I was, I, then I was just tired one day. See, yeah, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> niggas, dog, man, you be trying to do a good thing and niggas don't even want to show up for this shit. But it's like I tried to wake up. It's like I don't think I got that drive. <laughs> Way out to Ferris Damn. in me. Yeah, that Ferris is a long ass drive. I mean, I stay far too, shit. But I mean, Ferris was. Rough. Oh no, this is much better. No, this is, is this much, a much better. better drive. Oh man, like so, this is only uh, fifteen to twenty minutes depending on traffic. Yeah, Ferris was thirty to forty-five. Yeah, Ferris <laughs> is tough. And then trying to do it on a work day too. Oh man, that shit was awful. But yeah, no, nah, this nigga's out. Um, so yeah, it's just me and Rock get this intro going. Speak between the lines podcast episode. You know what? Rez called me to make sure that I whispered the, the number of the episode. We were talking before the podcast. Yeah. He was like, man, hey, make sure that you whisper episode 87. I'm like, really? He's like, yes. Can we whisper. just say regular? That's you're what not, I'm saying. Like, you're not here. Yeah, you're not here. That's your, and that's why I be trying to tell him, like, that's your thing, bro. Like, I don't want to do your thing. Right. So this is episode 87 of this week between right. the podcast. Clearly, everybody hears it. <laughs> you don't got to turn the volume on it. Uh, yeah, man. You sure don't, dog. For real. Um, yeah, man, this is your boy King Gabe. Join with J-Rock. Yes, man. And like I said, or like we said, yeah, Rez is going to be out this week. We might try to get him on a call uh, mm-hmm. for one of the questions. We're going to see, uh, tweet between the lines, see if he answers. Right. But I have yeah, the over-under saying he's not going to answer. You don't think he's going to answer? Nah, I don't see that. Uh, he might not. It depends. You know, he's out. He, he mean, he's out for a, a good reason. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. He, we'll, he might answer. He might answer. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> How you doing, man? How was your week, man? What's going on with you? Man, it was a long week. Was it? Yeah. So like, this was like my second week on this Tuesday through uh, Tuesday through Saturday. It's like Tuesday got here quick. Did it, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I was this off on Sunday. But like, what happened to Monday? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, next week I'll be off uh, starting Tuesday and Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I get the three day next week. So. I'm definitely looking forward to that because I was like, man, this is this is rough. It's, it's rough. Being working on Saturday, it's like, it don't feel right. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. I can vouch for that shit. Working on the weekends, either day, it doesn't. that shit sucks altogether. But so hopefully when I get three days off, it's like, okay, well, I'll at least get some type of balance with it. Right. I'm, I'm on Facebook and the grandma's like, oh, everybody having a good time today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up here taking calls, answering questions and Hell shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit, when I was working on the weekends, at least you would be in the office. I would be out about in the streets and I see everybody having a good time. Like, damn, people at, <laughs> people at the parking shit, jogging and playing with their dog outside and shit. And I'm getting driving, on that ladder. <laughs> yeah, getting on the ladder. Damn, they're busting my ass, putting up fucking dishes. But that's yeah. hilarious yeah it is hilarious i don't like it but yeah um i mean it was cool i guess we can jump into wins and losses some something crazy happened at my job this week but I'm oh yeah you, yeah i'm gonna let you go first all right so wins and losses dubs and l's uh i had a loss this week Damn. so I, you know this week is my pay week so i'm paying all my other bills aside for rent so mm-hmm. my electric bill was down to 200 dollars shit for How? my apartment 
So I'm no. like, it was. It's been high consistently for the past three months. But I'm like, okay, it's it's summer. I went. I got blackout lights for uh, blackout curtains for the apartment. So like this can keep all the heat out. Yeah. That way the AC is not gonna run. It's like yeah. Yeah. so. This was the first full month after I tried to do everything to lower it. It's like it's still two hundred. So I open up the bill. The electric charges is a hundred, and then there was a seventy five dollar charge to it was a electric delivery charge. They charge you $75 just to deliver the electricity to your house. So I was like, yo, it's like, you know, I, you know, I see this electric bill for 100 I'm cool with that, but what's this damn delivery? What's the delivery fee? She's exactly. Like, she's like, well, you know, we charge you for electricity that you use, but you have a local company and they charge you. It's like, so I'm paying two fucking electric bills? Like, right. Why can't what's I going on? The two? <laughs> She's like, well, this is the cheapest plan that you're... No, I, I was like, so you're telling me it's cheaper for me to go with the local company so I can get charged once. That, I mean, that's that makes sense. Did she say something to that? Oh, yeah. She's like, well, you have to be careful with local companies because they have hidden fees. I didn't know about this fee and yeah, I've been with exactly all for a year. Shit. This is a hidden fee. You're talking about paying $75 <laughs> to somebody else just to get electricity to my house? So I'm, I'm, I'm debating about... Doing an early termination because it's two fifty, and I paid that damn near anyway. Now to early termination electric bill. Okay, who would you go with? Are you shopping around? Um, that's what I'm looking to. I need to check with a couple companies to see because like they all advertise what the kilowatt is, mm-hmm. but I have to find out is there a delivery fee? Is it a local company or what's going on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got some research to do this week. <laughs> Hell yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. We fuck with uh, Free Nights from THU. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not trying to do a little slight plug, but it's worked out for us. Is there is there a delivery fee? I didn't see one on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like, who looks at bills nowadays? Yeah, it's like you look at the number. If it looks legit, then it's like, all right, okay. Right. But you really only, like, because you don't really look at it in the winter. It's the summer because it's like, damn, this shit was a hundred and something dollars. Like, why is it that? Man. But, yeah, Two hundred. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> For an apartment. For an apartment complex, bro. Damn, yeah, dog. I don't know to tell you about that one. <laughs> I'm going to have to eat that uh, early termination fee on that one. Yeah, shoot. And try to go with somebody else. But it's getting cooler now, so you might be all right. Like, November, December. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but shit, they're still paying you $75 just to get the shit to your shit. Then you might as well be worth better off uh, looking for somebody else. Mm. Uh, man, so I got a loss, which is a lot. It's, it's a wild loss. Mine has to do with work, too, so... And I'm going to try to tell this story because I can't give too much information about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so, so I work for um, kind of a company that, that manages other people's websites. And so what we have to do is we have to make sure that everything is legit, that we, what we put on the website. Right, right. So um, what ended up happening was something ended up going wrong um, on one of the websites and then something really bad happened. It's <laughs> <laughs> so something really bad happened. And then for that, we have to go back and check and make sure that everything is right on our clients' websites. I wish I could say it, but I can't because it's Was it like copyright like information put on somebody's website? I will not say <laughs> if it was or was not. Just know that um, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. So, but yeah, because of that. I got behind in my work and I was ahead um, at first, but because of that, I got behind and then I had to mm. take on two more clients. So I'm really behind now. But um, no, shit works itself out. You can always come in on the weekends, get caught up. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> unless unless it's mandatory. Like if they say we got to come, come in on the weekends and do yeah. it, but I don't see them doing that. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers for that. But um, 
man, right now you just see they just say you gotta just play it day by day. So yeah. Mm. But it it was it was it was uh it was pretty rough. It mm. was pretty rough. But and yeah, nobody man. get to get the axe over it. Uh no. Nah. Fortunately no one got the axe. Okay. So that's good. But you know, it, it got it got upper management's attention. So it, it was real tense in there. So yeah, I was like, <laughs> so we had to we had to make sure that everything was all right a little bit, or make we're making sure that everything is all right. But yeah, it's crazy because I was I was thinking I was like I'm gonna tell the story because this would be a good story. But then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, hmm, I don't think this would be a good idea to tell this story. So I'm gonna try to like fish around it by telling y'all, but then not telling y'all at the same time. So, but yeah, man, it was it was rough. It's rough. It's rough now still. I took my laptop home to do some work mm. over the weekend, I guess. Yes, see? Yeah. Didn't open that bitch. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> still sitting there. It's still in my in my trunk, actually. It didn't even make it into the house. Wow. Yeah, that was rough. Well, hey, you still have time. It's still Sunday. Oh, nigga, the Cowboys playing a little bit. <laughs> my fantasy team is doing well. I'm not going to pull out that laptop. I will tell you that right now. For real. Um, I'm not mad at that. Because yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Cause I said last week, while I was like, you know, I may go and do some overtime. Yeah. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Once I got to that, I was like, I'm not going. I'm not, not said. Yeah, see, it, it sounds cool and good when you're in the moment, but then when you're not in the moment, it's like, man, I ain't finna do this shit. I'm finna chill. I only got so many days. Right. Yeah, I yeah. give I give you enough time during the week. Exactly. Man. All right. Let's um tweet your lines when we we'll roll into it. All right, so tweet between the lines. Um, so we have uh, one response for somebody on Twitter. So I mean, not Twitter, Instagram. So not too long ago, we posted on our IG. We uh, needed y'all's help. You know, we're trying to get more, I guess, exposure, and we want to get our reviews up as well. So we asked, you know, our listeners who follow us on IG, could they post? Please post a rating and review on iTunes. Um, you know, we're kind of running into our two-year mark of this, so and we know a lot of y'all are really dedicated listeners, and we appreciate y'all for that. We just want to, you know, if y'all could, please, you know, review our mm-hmm. podcast on iTunes and wherever else you can review it. Um, one of our listeners, Uncle underscore Luke, decided to not do what we asked. Right. And leave it, <laughs> and leave it in the comment thread on Instagram. Um so this is his thoughts of us. So he said, Rez, you're consistent. J-Rock, get your shit together. <laughs> get your shit together on editing. Wednesday is Wednesday. King Abe, fix your thumbs, and we'll be okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Pause. <laughs> N- number one. I'm mad, I'm mad Rez got the only decent. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but go ahead. You know what I'm Number one, Rez isn't even here. So how consistent is he really? Facts. You know, so, but hey, here's the thing. Wednesday is Wednesday. Whether it's Wednesday morning, Wednesday <laughs> evening, or Wednesday night, damn it, it's still Wednesday. We, we we try to have it Wednesday morning for y'all, but sometimes, <laughs> hey, we work. And, you know, I'll get out till 9 o'clock in the, at night. But damn it, it's still Wednesday. It's still Wednesday. You know what I mean? Since Wednesday, it's Wednesday, player. <laughs> I think he might be speaking to some of the times when we drop on Thursday. I mean, that, that was only like once or twice. I don't know. You get to Maybe count. three or four. I'm saying because there's receipts of that. Yo. <laughs> but yes, I mean, we are trying to work on getting, you know, more efficient at dropping our episodes, you know, more 
consistently on the days that we do say we're going to drop shit does you know get in the way life does get in the way but we do at least try to get you guys an episode a week which i think is decent yeah and for the most part we are we do you know we, we do pretty good with actually hitting that mark you know we've been doing better on it the last couple of weeks we're hitting it wednesday morning uncle <laughs> <laughs> but we will work to go ahead and strive to go ahead and uh, be a little bit better at it with the upcoming schedule we have more time off at the beginning of the week, so that should take care of itself. For sure, for sure. But all in all, we do appreciate your review. Um, Next time, put it on iTunes. Yes, and I know you have an iPhone, so you can definitely put it on iTunes. Unless he's already reviewed us on iTunes. I don't know. He probably, I think he probably already has. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did say we are fire, and his wife checks for us. Um, so keep doing what we're doing. Okay, I'll yeah, take that. Bet. Yeah, so appreciate that. Also, so yeah, man, yeah, just hit us, hit us up, man. Well, review us, rather. Um, on iTunes, on Facebook, and all that stuff. We really appreciate it. We do look at y'all's feedback, um, and we do take it into account. We take it seriously. We, you know, we go into our meetings like, hey, this person said this. How can we do this? How can we get more efficient at this? So y'all's word really does matter. So Absolutely. Um, man, so, um, man, I was thinking just randomly, if you had like a drunk Story that you wouldn't mind sharing before we get into this week's topic. Oh God! Okay, so <laughs> my worst drunk story, mm. man. Okay, so I was probably twenty three, twenty four. Uh, me and my homeboys were going to uh, this cat's uh, house for a um, woods kick. It was a little house party, mm-hmm. so we got there early. We it's it's a gallon of vodka, it's a gallon of rum. Yeah, and then like a pint of something else, and then these young kids came in there like around nineteen twenty, and they capping off talking shit. We mm-hmm. over there playing domino space. Like man, you man, I could drink you under the, huh? What? Man, you you can like... do what? That's <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Well, let's go ahead and line up these shots. <laughs> so it's all one shot at a time, two shots. He was keeping up, so I said, like, you know what? I'm just going to end this. I lined up 10 shots, knocked them all back to back to back. You're a better man than me. <laughs> then, like, he got to, like, the to the fourth one. He started slowing down. It's like, nah. So I took his, knocked the rest of his back. <laughs> so I don't know. How many shots did you take? That night, probably a good about 30. How did you? How do you even still have a liver, bro? Like, Yo. 30 shots? Man, it'll... Like by end night, I ended up drinking a half a gallon of vodka and a half a gallon of rum by myself. And you didn't get admitted into the hospital, I'm assuming. No, nah, no. Nah. So like an hour after we started drinking, you know, we just all kicking it. I'm like, you know, I'm finna go lay down for a minute. This yeah. room, this room is spinning <laughs> <laughs> badly. <laughs> so uh, the cat's like, okay, you know, you just go lay down in my room. So I'm just laying down. Two hours later, I wake up and it's vomit all over this room. His room. His room. See, that's, that's why you can't. That's why you can't have niggas at your house drinking all your liquor <laughs> and then throwing up and damaging all your shit. See, nah. I look around like, hey, it, it's it's time to go. <laughs> Open opened up. See, see if anybody's around. Nobody yeah. <laughs> closed over quick. It's like, hey, uh, got everybody room. Like, hey, yo, it's it's time to bounce real quick. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get out of here now. <laughs> Immediately. I, I appreciate. It. Had a good time. It's time to go. So you, you didn't even want to tell them that. Oh, you I fucked tell the shit. Up. See, that's the neck, neck is, bro. You cannot invite niggas over to your house. That's fucked up, yo. So when he did find out, like, what did he? Did he bring it up to you? Nah. 
He didn't. He, he never said nothing about it. Uh, that's you got a friend in him. Do you still talk to him? No, nah, of course not. <laughs> oh, he hadn't talked to you because of that. Well, no, no. It's just um, like, it was just a situational friend. It's like it wasn't like we were just real super super cool. We just knew him through other people. So we just damn. So to, this wasn't even like one nah, of your boys. No, nah, this ain't even. <laughs> hell no. Nah. It was a random man. It's some random dude. <laughs> um, ain't no way, dog. If you just if I don't know you and you just throw up. I need I need to find a way to, to get to you so nah. you can pay me to clean this shit up. Hey, hey, it's, it's, it's definitely clean by now. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's not bad. That's a good story, actually. I don't even know how I made it to the house. <laughs> like that's I was still buzzed. Was like, yo, I'm not gonna be in this room, and somebody can't actually sees this shit. Yeah, man, that's the worst. And we are not promoting drinking and driving at all. At all. At all. Please yeah. don't do. It. It's yeah, not worth not. It. it. No, it's not. It's not at all. Um, but. Yeah, nah, that sucks, bro. That sucks. Have you ever gotten drunk like that since? Have you gotten? Have you been that drunk? No, no, since? no. Um, like ever since that, and like I got like blackout drunk when I was in college. But like I, I, I drank, but not like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. Man, I remember I had. It was. Was it? Was I graduating from North Texas or was I graduating from? High school. And I think I was graduating from UNT. So I was graduating mm. from the University of North Texas. My cousin took me out. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, we're going we gonna to show you a good time, dog. Everything's going to be on me. You know, we're going to be straight. I'm like, all right. Don't be the worst ones. <laughs> the worst ones. He pulls up, trunk full of liquor. We go to the strip club. It's BYOB. Mm. All you have to do is just buy the juice or whatever. And we end up just, just drinking, dog. Just drinking. I've never drunk this much in my life, dog. And so... The night is going on. Of course, he's trying to take care of me at a strip club, so he's buying me dances. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I got to one point, I was like so sleep in that bitch. My cousin was trying to give me a stripper, and he had two over the two of them, two of them over there for me, and they were just looking at me like he's not even awake. He's not even awake. <laughs> <laughs> and like, don't I worry, heard, he'll yeah, remember tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I was crazy because I heard them like my eyes were kind of open and closed, and I I heard them, but. My body was not reacting to. to <laughs> That's the worst feeling. It was bad, dude. I fell asleep in the strip club. It was it was awful. I just, I'm, I guess I'm getting to the age now. It's where it's like, maybe I'm getting too old for that shit, dog. Because oh, I'm not definitely. Yeah, because I caught myself mixing uh, whiskey and tequila the other day, Amateur and move. it was terrible. I don't know why you would do that. Well, because it, it was taking shots, so it was like well, whiskey shot. Tequila? Yeah, yeah, it was. I, and I knew as I was drinking it, I was like, this is going to be bad later on. If you're in the 20s, I could see it. You're past yeah, bro, 30. Hey, I'm, yeah, past, I'm past you're 30. You're past 30. <laughs> bro, that shit was awful. <laughs> that was the first time I think I've ever thrown up. Maybe first or second time I've, I've ever thrown up from, from drinking liquor or being drunk. I've never, like, that's that's one thing I've prided myself on is not throwing up. Shit. Being so, drunk. As soon as I hit... 19 at Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Bro, that shit was oh, that shit was terrible. Oh, so you got you got your throw up throw up out early. Well, the first time. <laughs> <laughs> then go you know, fast forward five years later, we actually yeah. revisited yeah. in somebody else's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but since then I learned my lesson. But it's like crazy. Like anytime I get like the every time when I got like that, it's like, you know, I'm never gonna get drunk where I have no control like that. Yeah. And like I'll stop drinking for like two months. Yeah. It's like okay, it's time to start back drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> like matter of fact, I had a drink last night. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but, we, but I didn't throw up. I didn't throw up. <laughs> who you drinking with? 
Huh? Who you just, just by yourself? <laughs> you know, oh, hey. We got to talk. <laughs> so talk about it. We got to talk. It's, just, it's the same as Mike Will. We have an intervention. <laughs> it's the same as Mike Will. What do you mean it's the same as Mike Will? <laughs> it gets you relaxed. It makes it easy to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, I guess. I mean, you do got a point. You know, it, it has it has benefits. Uh, I think I think I might be done with drinking for a while. Anytime that I happens, I I, I, I I'll might. give it three months. I think I might. You know what? I take that back because I was talking to Reg. You know, Reg is trying to throw this whole Halloween party at his house. Mm. You know, and he's like, I was on the phone with him earlier, and he was saying he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I'm trying to do this party. Me and my wife at the crib. I'm like, okay, you know, so what y'all, you know, what's the play? What are we gonna do? He's like, well, you know, we're hoping you you would bring the games over. I was like, all right, you know, we chick kick, uh, kick it, chill, and then we will just get drunk. When mm. he said drunk, <laughs> my body was like. Mm-mm. I'm cool, right? <laughs> like, it, it, I, mean, I might have a drink. It's been too recent, dude. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it is. So I think I might be done for a while. I got all this liquor and stuff for my birthday that you bought me that I still haven't cracked, and it's like I'm not even. It, it's it's not even like calling me. Not for you, because like after I got sick, it's like. I didn't drink for a, a nice little minute. Yeah, because like I, because I, like I, I was drink, I was drinking like the week before I got sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like that could have contributed to it. Yeah. So it's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, bring that liquor here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I wonder if we get Rez on the line, dude. See if he got a drunk story for Let's us. Let's go and take a look. You want to see? You want to see if we get him? Mm, I don't think he's gonna answer, but we're gonna try it. You don't think so? I mean, he's out. Like I said, he's out for a good reason, you know, because Reg just don't miss. So well, yeah, he he used to be consistent. Yeah, he used to be. Yeah. So, but he may want to, Luke, uh, Uncle Luke, you may want to change your review up because this nigga ain't here today. Yo, <laughs> what up, oh my man? Gosh. Chilling, man. What's up? Oh, none. Chilling, chilling. You are live on the podcast. How things going with you? Yeah, I figured y'all was recording. Everything's good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Okay. What's up, y'all? See, we're like in between. We're in between. Tweet between the lines on the first topic. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. We call this nigga. Want to get a story from him? He trying to figure out where we at. Right, right. right. In the podcast. All you gotta do is talk. Don't worry about what we doing. How's it going? I was like, I I figured you would be. I was like, these niggas supposed to start at two o'clock. Let's see how funny. Well, you know. <laughs> man, you know me and Rock, we got over here. You know, we the game was on. We started talking about fantasy. Next man. thing we know, it's it's three thirty. It's like uh, damn. Well, we're gonna start recording. <laughs> Hell yeah, you know how we do. <laughs> but um, so we, we want to ask you. So we kind of got into this this story mode of drunk stories that we kind of have about ourselves. We were wondering if you had one for you that you wanted to share. If not, then we're gonna hang up the phone immediately and continue our podcast. That's funny. <laughs> it's it's actually not funny. It's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> so we didn't know if you have a story. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure J Rock was there for uh for my drunk story. When remember remember that time I had to call you to pick me up from uh, the hookah lounge, and I had to leave my car in the front. Okay, but that you have to you have to build the story. Yeah, what's going on? Oh my god! All right, so pretty much um, we were at work and we didn't have nothing else to do. We were just trying to trying to kick it and. Uh, my supervisor, which that actually probably is a bad story when you think about it. Anyway, my supervisor took us to a hookah lounge. So he took us and the team to the lounge. We pretty much got lit. And it was kind of crazy because I didn't even, I didn't know this was a thing, but 
the lounge turns into a club at like, I think, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And so I got a little too lit. And I remember I had to call J-Rock because um, I, I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know where I was. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to make it to the crib in the state I am. So I called Jay. He picks me up. We leave my car at the uh, at the lounge. And it's the only time in my life that I literally got so drunk that I had to throw up. So, like, the moment I got to the crib, like, I hit the bathroom and it was it was a wrap. And this nigga Jay is watching me fucking puke my, puke my guts up. Those and and mm. yeah, yeah, that was bad. That was that was like that was like one of those moments that you just have your face in the toilet with your eyes closed and you're just asking yourself, "What am I doing with my life?" Mm. You know, you made the right decision. Everybody has to get there at some point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that might have been a turning point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you don't drink alcohol anymore. You alcohol free. Did that did that turn you that much? You know what? I said, do you drink? Do you still drink alcohol? Oh or no, not? I didn't turn I mean, it off. I was, I was just, I was, I was just trying to make. Some, I mean, hell, we're we're having to get together Friday. We're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, he hasn't learned his lesson yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just I was just talking to Rock about that. Rock said he won't be able to make it, man. Hey, come on, Rock. Hey, man, it's work. Cloud. You can spend the night. I work the next day. Yeah, but don't you work at like ten a.m.? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, the, the you know we shut we'll shut it down like one o'clock. That'll give you eight hours to get some get some sleep. Well, we'll shut it down at twelve for you, and then well, you shut it down at twelve. We'll, yeah, yeah, you shut it down at twelve for you, <laughs> right? Yeah, you shut it down at twelve. <laughs> said, goddamn, I'm I'm keep on drinking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell yeah, you talking we'll, about. We'll yeah, I ain't gotta get up. I'm drinking water. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking like. <laughs> so yeah, you shut it down at ten. 11 or 12, whatever you feel is a proper, proper bedtime for you. And then you got at least 8 to 10 hours to get yourself back together. Yeah, shit. I, we'll see what happens. Because yeah, that's an hour drive from... Because I don't get off till 9. I mean, I won't get there I mean, until 10. He wants me to come <laughs> visit and leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you work Saturday, yeah. That'd be oh, oh, you work Friday. I work Friday I, and Saturday. That. Oh, that's crucial. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. You, you could call in. You could call in Saturday. Wow. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hmm. There's gonna be some single people there. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I may be able to. <laughs> what do you say? Wait, what did you say? I said we'll see what happens. I may be able to uh, to get in. Yeah, I'll see that. I'll see that motivation. There's gonna be some single women there. Ah, oh, be more options there. I like wait, that. Wait, you say it's gonna be single women there? Who you? Who all are you inviting? Bob's Erica's friends. Okay. Mm. I'm maybe sick that Saturday morning. See, look at this. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> like <laughs> He's like, "What? Are gonna be females there? Okay, yeah, I'll go." <laughs> right. Hey, that actually changes things. <laughs> <laughs> but you good over there, man? Everything good with you? Yeah, yeah, we good, we good. Yeah, we were joking. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna monopolize the show, but uh, hold it down for me, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to listening to this one. For sure, we were joking about earlier because you know Uncle Luke said that you were consistent, but then you're not here today, so that would mean that you're I inconsistent. Already, I already abounds. It doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. We're finally at the point where everybody's yeah. missed a show on the podcast, so I feel better now. Yeah. 
Now you know what you know what it is. It's like it's like uh when they say uh oh what what quarterback did you draft uh, a Russell Wilson? Yeah, like they throw a stat up right before the game talking about oh he played two hundred games in a row with no interceptions. Then by halftime it's just like fuck. Yeah, mm. through three picks. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like that. So yeah, that's what your boy did to me. But I mean I made eighty seven in a row, so I take well eighty six. So I'll take that. That's what's up. I, I was trying to get to hundred, but. Like, like, <laughs> Shoot. All right, then, bro. You be easy, man. We're going to knock out this episode, dog. We'll holler at you. All right, man. All right, man. What? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, throwing up, that's it's mm. not for me, dog. It's not for me. Uh, yo, and like with his, he wasn't even drinking that much. We know where is this light? Yo, we talk about beers. <laughs> beers? Beers and cigarettes. He's, He's like, like, yo, I'm done. <laughs> I think it's happened. I think it's happened out on Bud Light. And shit. <laughs> it wasn't even the full. It was a live version. Ah, trash. <laughs> All right, man. Hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we were already having. Show us some love. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, I think you can leave a, a review on Google Play. Maybe, maybe not. Um, also, man, if you got a drunk story that you want to share with us, hit us up. Let us know as well. We ain't the only ones out here acting crazy. We, I'm pretty sure that some of y'all got some wild drunk stories as man, well. Man, got to. Yeah, dog. Um, also, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. Let's get it cracking. All right. So, uh, we got a request from one of our listeners, uh, Landis. Shout out to Landis. He wanted us to talk about mental health. Um, so, instead of doing that, because I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to have a full conversation about it, mm-hmm. so I want to talk about the stigma of mental health okay. and why there is a stigma, not only just in the black community, but in all communities. Hmm. So the first thing I was looking at is like, what do I see as mental health? So like for me, the biggest ones I think of is going to be um, bipolar, depression, uh, anxiety, and obsessive, obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. The big shit. Right. Yeah. And like whenever I think about it, like the first picture I get is like somebody who can't leave a room unless everything's in the right order and mm-hmm. they have to count up to a certain number and yeah. they repeat some over and over again or the anxiety, somebody who has crippling fear and they can't get past anything. Yeah. And, you know, bipolar, this it's always the extreme version. If somebody's chilled in the next seven, you know, they're trying to fight everybody. And I was like, why is it that we always have the that perception that everything has to be the extreme? Mm-hmm. And like what I've noticed is it's media, you know, not just movies, news, like every form of media portrays it. You know, every time you see like even, you know, a broad story looking at anytime there's a shooting, they always say, oh, there was some type of mental, you know, some mental illness that he had that cause he was depressed he had anxiety it's never just a clear-cut reason mm-hmm. so when you have that when you have movies portraying just over-the-top mental health it's easy to just see that aspect of it not the nuanced part yeah that everybody has yeah like, yeah everything everything's extreme it's right extreme. it's, it's extreme never level. just a mild version like how do you see mental health like what's uh, your first image of it well I guess when I first got into mental health, or when I even just thought of mental health, not mm-hmm. not now in my adult years, but when I was younger, it was like it was 
like, you know, being in the hood, you know, walking down the street and seeing like, you know, the, the crackheads or something like that while now on the side of the street or something like that. Mm, you know what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha. Like, you know, somebody losing it or you be at the, the stop sign or the stoplight and there's a homeless dude, you know, kind of acting crazy, like talking to himself and talking to people that aren't there. And I was like, yeah, this thing is crazy. You know what I mean? So it was it was that. And even when I was younger, I didn't even know what that was besides crazy. And, you know, people would chop it up to, you know, he's on drugs, he's on drugs, which in some cases, yeah, he could have been on drugs. But there's a lot of people who are in that position that may act the same way, but aren't on any type of drug. It's just there's some mental or chemical imbalance in their head that causes them to to act that way. So that's kind of what it was when it was for me. Like, <clears throat> like I didn't see depression as a mental illness or even anxiety. Like I didn't see that as a mental illness. I just thought that was something that was, it was kind of here, you know, you kind of deal with it and then it's gone. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, kind of like how there's an extreme to, like how you were saying like media puts an extremity on yeah. certain mental illnesses well at one point or even now like social media well not maybe now because mental health is a big issue but at one point in time a lot of people were kind of watering down depression oh yeah you know what i'm saying and like using it in situations that really didn't cause for like oh i'm mm-hmm. so depressed i'm so depressed and people would just be saying it so it's like it's watered down to where it's like is that really a mental illness issue or are you just mad because this dude is not calling you back but you want to be depressed because you ain't heard from them all day yeah, or some yeah. shit like that. So that's kind of what it was for me. Of course, that's not what it is now, but um, yeah, just kind of starting off, that's it was for me. It was like, yeah, you, you out here acting crazy. Yeah, you got a mental health issue. If you're depressed in your room because you know you felt a grade, that's not depression. That's what it was. So yeah, and like depression is one of the ones that's really hard for me to wrap my head around mm-hmm. because I've never dealt with that one in particular. So yeah, I don't really see how it can I, mean, I understand it can get pretty mm-hmm. overwhelming and then like even since we had the podcast you like you were telling a story once you say well i don't want to say depressed i was just really sad about something yeah so it's like you're just being careful how to categorize stuff yeah and that's the thing because people deal with and that's the thing because there's it's the depression right or mm-hmm. it's the illness but then there's different levels of it within that category so like you may have or you may experience a different level of depression that you may can get past, but someone else may be experiencing it to where they may need like professional help. So um, now that I'm thinking back on it and the knowledge that I've, I have about it, I would I would say I was depressed. Really? I would. Yeah. I was in a bad spot. I was in a bad spot mentally. I was like, yeah. I think I said on this one part, on this one episode, how like, like you don't feel anything. Or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, saying that. yeah. It's like that. I realized, like, yeah, I was, I was going through, it. <laughs> I was going through it. I was, but yeah. So that's what's up, man. Um, I'm happy that you were able to get out of it, though. Is yeah. it something that you slip back into, or you can feel um, like you're in danger of slipping back into? I mean, I think I still, if I'm being honest and transparent, I think it's still something I deal with today. I just think, I just think now there's, is. There's different levels of it. Like it's it's better days than not so good days, mm-hmm. but it's not as severe as it once was. At least not now. So, but yeah, man, you had some shit. Like, matter of fact, me and Ash was talking about this the other day, or yesterday. Matter of fact, she was saying um, the Duchess that just had the baby. I can't think of her name right now, but 
a news reporter had asked her, was she okay? Mm-hmm. And she was like, damn, this is the first time anybody's ever asked me that. And I felt that. <laughs> I remember you saying that whenever. Uh, uh, yeah, my daughter was pregnant. Yeah, like, 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 he was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" It's like, "Man, I'm, I appreciate you asking me that shit." Yeah, because because at that point, it's it's about Alani and and mm-hmm. Ash. It's about my baby and my wife, which is what it should be. But it's like, not nigga, nigga, I'm here too. Yeah, niggas, over, <laughs> niggas over here drowning. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm in this bitch drowning too. Somebody throw me a life jacket. I mean, the kids and the mother and children on the on the lifeboat. Right, I'm still in the water. <laughs> I'm trying to Yeah, with the children, they good. Shoot, I'm over here drowning like a mug. So, like, so when she said that, that was the first time she was asked that, and then she said no, that she's not okay. Like, mm-hmm. I felt that because I've I've been there before. Yeah, no, no, I definitely get that. And like, one that's one interesting. I I was thinking about is, and I saw an IG post on it as well. It's like mm-hmm. with mental illness, because it's not something that you can see, it makes it harder for people to relate to. Because mm. you never know what somebody's going through as far as with being depressed, anxiety, or any of that stuff. Because mm-hmm. they can seem normal out and about, but you never know what they're going through privately. Yeah. And then with the treatment, a lot of times it's not like if you have a broken arm, you get a cast for however long, and then your arm's fine. Mm-hmm. A lot of times with some forms of mental health is not a treatment. Is how do I live with this? Right. So, like, it's not something that can be cured sometimes. So, like, that's another stigma part of it. It's like, well, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Like, with me, with the uh, with my prison situation, like, I had real bad anxiety. Like, when I first got out, I was like, I hear sirens. I'm always checking my door. I got all this paperwork with me at all times. Yeah. But it, it never stopped me from doing anything else. So, I realized I had anxiety, but it wasn't a high end. Mm. So it never stopped me from doing anything, and like nobody knew it. Right. It wasn't like the sirens were keeping you from leaving the house or no shit like that. No, nah, it kept me up at night sometimes, but like, mm. like it was nothing that anybody on the outside looking in would notice. Yeah. And that that was that was interesting getting past. And like it took me talking about it with y'all, talking mm-hmm. about it with friends and family for me to move on. But like with a uh, post I was alluding to earlier, it said that for anything physical. People know what to do. They can go to the gym. They can work out. Mm. And people look at it as there's something you can do to fix it. Mm-hmm. With mental health, people have the same idea sometimes. Well, you know, if you're depressed, go do something happy to make your to cheer yourself up. If you're anxious about something, just face it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not that easy. Yeah, nah. Like, yeah, nah. you literally have to have some type of professional. You know, either counseling or through some people with medication mm-hmm. to get past, it. and even sometimes that's not enough. Yeah, because I was. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, some people do have to take medicine. They have to take like a cocktail of stuff, but at the same time, like their body gets used to that particular cocktail of medicine. So you have to then you know get something else or change get another one and change it up. And I mean that could be a drawback too. People may. I mean, people may not want to deal with that. You know what I mean? That I have to sit here and just take medicine for the rest of my life over something that you may not even feel that's wrong with you. And that's the thing, too. Like, people may think that nothing's wrong with them, even though they may be hearing voices and all this other stuff or or dealing with something. Um, I mean, that's, that's stories I've heard, that people don't want to take their medicine because there's nothing wrong with them or they don't want to have to take medicine. But it's, um, yeah, mental health is, 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 is something crazy. It is something crazy. I know you mentioned mentioned therapy. 
Um, have you ever considered going to therapy? Um, no, no. Um, I've done it when I was younger. Uh, I, you know, I said it before on the podcast. Whenever uh, my parents divorced, mm. uh, my dad wanted to make sure that we went through therapy to actually talk through that situation. Um, I remembered, but I don't mm-hmm. because, like, you know, I was in uh, in middle school at the time. Um, but the one thing that I do remember about it is, uh, it's interesting talking to somebody about a problem that has no vested interest in it. Mm. Like, there is no judgment. There is no, you know, next week they bring it back up and throw in your face. It's mm-hmm. just, you're just talking about whatever the situation is. Um, at the point I'm at now is like what I'm doing now. The podcast is therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. I get to talk out a lot of issues. Um, I have, you know, other friends outside that I can just talk stuff through. But I, I don't think that there is anything wrong with going to therapy. Mm. Like, it, it, it definitely is a benefit for it. I think one thing that keeps us from doing it is because most therapists don't look like us. Mm. So it's hard sitting in front of somebody who doesn't look like you, who has degrees on the, on the walls. I went to this school. I got this many degrees. And you're talking about the hood life. Mm-hmm. Or you're talking about just living paycheck to paycheck to somebody who that's not a concern for them. They they don't I'll say understand that world or they can't truly relate to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one barrier that we look at it and not even just from a black standpoint, but even from a economic standpoint. Mm. If somebody's barely getting by side, man, how can I afford to go talk to somebody else? Right. Yeah. Who can they get me to that point? Who can help me? Right. So, no, I, I I would definitely do it now if I felt like, if I feel like, again, it's like, I feel like I don't need to. Yeah. So, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, see, it could yeah. be. And, like, it was crazy because, like, even when I was telling the stories, like, when y'all say, no, nah, you got PTSD about uh, what, everything that happens, like, mm-hmm. I never thought about it. And then it's like, once y'all say, it's like, no, damn, these, nah, they're right. <laughs> yeah, shit. That was a traumatic experience you went through, shit. I, I would think anybody would have some type of PTSD coming out of that. But Shit. it's, you know, it's that mindset I feel like I can get through it on my own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that ego. That part. Yeah. Yeah, that ego. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um I considered it. Really? Yes. And you know what? I so I guess kind of just breaking into it. Cause you said you said a lot that I actually want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um so just to, to answer the question that I asked you, have I considered going to therapy? I have. I actually, um, I've told myself over the 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 year, the past year, that I'm at least going to attend one session. I'm at least trying to find attend one session. I told myself that last year and this year. And this year is almost up. So I'm like, fuck. So I have considered it, but to your point, it's it's tough. It's challenging finding therapists that look like us mm-hmm. at least in my research now there's some out there one is my pastor don't want to go to him <laughs> with all due respect because yeah, yeah. he did our marriage counseling no he didn't do our marriage counseling i take that back um we did go to me and my wife we did go to him for something one time just to talk some talk through some things but it's that it's it's kind of like that same thing it's like do i really want to go to somebody that I know and I might see every Sunday. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't want to do that. But it's that struggle of like finding somebody that 
I guess I feel quotation marks would be able to relate to me the best. Yeah. But then it's the struggle of like, well, should I be looking for someone that is going to relate to me the best or someone that's going to allow me to see something from a different perspective that may, they may not have. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's that's kind of that battle with me because I, I want to find somebody that's, of course, you know, African-American. I want to find um, a male or female that's, that's African-American. But then it's like, well, damn, do I want to share stuff? Like, well, I feel bad sharing some stuff to a woman therapist that's black. Like, would mm. I feel a certain type of way? Yeah. So it's it's like it's all that in your in your head that you're kind of battling and dealing with to where, at least me, this is my story. It's all this in my head that I'm battling and dealing with. And this journey of trying to, you know, find a therapist to talk to. And it's like slowing me down in a sense to where it's like, okay, well, I, I'll figure this shit out later. And it's not even that I think, I mean, I know something's up. It's not, I don't know if it's severe. I don't know where it's coming from. But it's, I think I think therapy is one of those things where it's like, even if you feel that it's something wrong with you or something not wrong with you, I think some, I think everyone should experience it. You know what I mean? No, no, because it, it like from the little bit I did do, it definitely is freeing, which is crazy because anybody I talked to who asked me for questions or asked me for advice, like it was this uh, one lady I was talking to, she was telling me about the issues that she's having in her marriage. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all need to go to counseling for that. Like immediately, you know, yeah. like I was like, no, y'all need to see somebody serious. Like you need to talk to a counselor mm-hmm. separately. He needs to talk to the counselor separately, work out everything individually. Then y'all need to come together, come together yeah. as a family and do that. So I see value in it. Yeah. And it's easier for me to recommend it to other people. But you think you, but you think you're good though. I didn't write. I don't need counsel, but y'all two motherfuckers over there, y'all, y'all need, need to go see somebody. Immediately. <laughs> if y'all want me to set up an appointment, I can't. <laughs> yeah, man. But that's it, I mean, that's you know, and not not to stay on it too long, but I mean I think that's maybe one thing that every, I think everybody should experience, at least one counsel session. And this this is coming from someone who has never been, um, to my knowledge. But I've I've heard stories, and I've kind of talked to people mm-hmm. that have that have gone to counseling, and they can they feel a difference. Like they feel a difference after the visit or after the session. They feel a difference when they don't go. How stuff is affecting them. So I don't know, man. I think I think that's something that everybody should look into. But yeah, no, I'm definitely looking into counseling. Okay, for sure. I'm gonna follow with you a little bit later on about that. You know, uh, you know what? Hold this to me. Hold, hold this to me. Because I told myself this last year, end of, end of 2018, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one session before the year is out. And then I came up with all these excuses about, I guess, the holidays, everybody going to be going and shit. Mm-hmm. Hold my feet to the fire. I'm going to do one session before this year is out. Well, the year? Okay. I'm going to hold you up to it. And then on. I'll come back and I'll talk about my experience. Okay. No, definitely. All right. Uh, one other thing I want to look at as far as with a stigma from mental health the more I thought about it, you know, when the earliest I realized the difference hmm. in school. Talk to me. So I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't remember it much in elementary, but definitely middle school, definitely high school. You know, you have, you know, I know this is not PC, but you have the regular kids and then you have what's considered the slow kids mm-hmm. and everything is separate. We don't go to classes together. We're not bused together. And as a kid, you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, well, you know, it, it, you know, it's a short bus. You know, it's, it's something going on. Like you, you, you get for the people who's in wheelchairs who are physically disabled, mm-hmm. but the people you don't see anything physically wrong. It's like you know something's different. Yeah. And then when you grow up, you find out that it's either some type of deficiency. So when you grow up separate, 
it's it becomes more normal to feel like it's something wrong with it mm. because we're we're taught in by behavior that we need to be separated that we're not on the same i won't say on the same level but the fact that the fact that there needs to be some type of separation yeah leads to a bias the mm-hmm. older that you get when you understand the reasons why yeah. they're in a separate class yeah that's a good point man ironically i was just having this conversation with my wife mm-hmm. not too long ago because i don't even I know it was a thing for us growing up, but I don't even think it's something that they do now. I think they're more inclusive with special need kids. Really? Busing and being in the same class as, um, I guess, kids that don't have special needs in mm-hmm. a sense. But it's, yeah, that's that's crazy that you say that because I don't know, I don't know what we were talking about. I think we were talking about bullying. And I guess I don't know how maybe how easier it is now with social media and all that stuff. That's besides the point. But then we were kind of thinking, we was like, well, was there ever a time with us growing up where, like, we had the opportunity to bully someone that had special needs or anything like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just kind of hear some stories and kind of like what you said, they were they were separate from us. You know right. what I'm saying? They were in their own class. They were bus differently, mm-hmm. so the opportunity wasn't. As available, not saying that it was it wasn't because it was, but yeah. it wasn't as available as it is now, you know. So, so like even for you know, because you are you know a little bit younger, was it still separate whenever you were in school, and then you were in a different state? So I know I was from me in Louisiana. Was it the same experience for as far as how separate it was? Uh, you know, I, I so I I, re, I can recall two different versions. Um, one being that they were separate mm-hmm. from us. And they would do their own classes. They would get on the on the different bus. I didn't ride the bus because I stayed close to my every, not every school, but I stayed close to the schools that I attended. Mm-hmm. But it was separate. They you know they, they did their thing, we did our things. But then there's a there's a portion of that where I can remember maybe them being in our class and then being removed a sort a certain time of the day, and they would go get special help and all this stuff, and then kind of reconvene with everybody else. So. It's, it's kind of two different sides, but all in all, the bullying was still there. So, I mean, that didn't, that didn't change anything. I mean, yeah, that's that's from what I was... Yeah, but we, what were we talking about? So, this is what we're talking about. Did you see the video of the coach that stopped the boy from doing a mass shooting? No, I didn't see that. All right, this is going to tie in, I promise. So okay. there was a video that just came out. I think it happened back in May, but the surveillance footage, the, the surveillance footage just dropped. And so there's this coach hugging a guy or hugging a kid, and he has a shot. The coach has the shotgun away from the kid, but he's embracing the son. He's embracing the kid. Another administrator or a teacher, somebody, come over and get the shotgun, mm-hmm. runs off, and the coach just starts hugging the guy. I wish I knew his name. So he's he's embracing the guy, not like restraining or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He's actually embracing, hugging him, rubbing his back until the cops show up. And so me and my wife, we were, we were talking about it and, you know, she's a counselor now. So she's, she's, I guess, starting to try to, you know, evaluate what, how, how kids can get to that point, mm-hmm. you know, with bullying and all that stuff. And that's, that's, that's how we got into it. So she was like, yeah, man, you know, these kids, they kind of go through different things with bullying and all that stuff. And it's pushed on them so much that, they feel like this is this is their way out. But yeah, man, that shit was that was it was wild. That's a scary way out. Yeah, it is. 
But I mean, it's, it and these kids, like I said, they're so exposed. They're exposed to so much to where it's like they feel like everybody's against them because now they have social media that lights fuel to the fire mm-hmm. of of the bullying. Because like when we we're in school, it's just, it happened at school. And when you left school, that was it. It was singular. Yeah, no, it was nobody it. else knew about it. Is this unless it was your boys? You know, y'all hung around. Is this? It happened at school, and that was it. Yes. Nowadays, you have motherfuckers. They don't even know you talk shit about you. You know what I mean? Like I was telling mm-hmm. Ash about this one, this one case. This dude is on Twitter and he has this video up and he's like doing a little rap video, or whatever. And his there's this chick in the background. You know, she's kind of in and out the video doing her hair and all that stuff. And people start roasting the chick. The video wasn't even about her. And so it was crazy because like the video on Twitter, you can retweet stuff. The video mm-hmm. got like thousands of retweets. People in the comments roasting this chick. So it's like. How the fuck? You got to have self-esteem for that. Yeah, you do. but And that's the thing. You you have shit like that going on now, especially in social media, and that's why depression is so high, I mean, in, in kids now. And they're dealing with certain stuff, and it's like, like I, I feel like that's one reason why mental health is so important now than it was. It's more important, I feel, now than it was for us growing up because kids are so exposed to so much. Like, bullying that... I mean, you're talking about self-esteem issues. You're talking about depression just from that alone. You know what I mean? Man, get famous for the wrong reason. Yeah. As a kid, God. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I was just like, damn, they were roasting this chick. It was bad. But it's it's easy. I mean, it's easy. If somebody talks shit about you and it's funny, they're going to want to share it with other people. Disregarding the, peop- the person that they're talking about. You know what I mean? And they'll share it. They'll talk mm-hmm. shit. And they'll move on about their life. But here you are. Shit in the shit, yeah, in the shit of in the shit of everything. You know what I mean? It's it's wild. Damn, man, yeah, it's crazy because I, I, because I didn't grow up with it. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I can forget the power that social media can have on somebody because mm-hmm. I, I was in college when Facebook was popping. Mm-hmm. So I was like. So, yeah, you know, then like the the world that kids have to live in, have to be careful what they post and how that can affect them. No, I get it, but man, that's crazy. Yeah, how did that story end with the coach though? Um, I don't know honestly because the whole oh. the whole thing has been about the surveillance footage mm. and the guy embracing them. Of course, I'm assuming the the, the child went to jail. This happened in Oregon, but I'm assuming the the like nobody was shot or anything like that. No, yeah, no, yeah, no one got shot. I mean, like I said, I, I don't. I wish I knew more on the story, but I wouldn't expect them to talk about it today until you jogged mm-hmm. that whole story. But yeah, the, I mean, it was the coach. He embraced the dude, got the gun out the way, and then just held on to him until the cops came. I mean, you know, just just think, just that act of him and and him risking his life saved so many other lives. That would have been some other shit we would have been having to talk about. About um, you know, niggas getting shot, schools getting shot up, and everything, mm-hmm. and you know that's, you know that's not what we want. But to answer your question, yeah, no, nah, nobody got shot. Okay, that's what's up. All right, so the last thing I'm gonna look at is like just the cost barrier. Um, so now I work in auto insurance, but before I was in auto insurance, I worked in healthcare insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that mental health was something that was covered. Like, I didn't either under like a, a normal healthcare policy. So. Uh, keep you know, keep in mind this was from seven years ago, but it it when I found out that it was covered, it was a situation where you had to go to a normal doctor and they had to refer you. 
So you can't know something's wrong and go straight there. You have to get wait for approval. I'm pretty sure it's easier mm. now. But the fact that, you know, if you have whatever type of healthcare plan you have, you can get treatment. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that's widely known. Because like, I had no idea until I started working in that industry. Mm-hmm. And I've seen back then so many cases where somebody would get approved for like only 12 visits in a year or maybe like mm. 15 to 20. It's like in a year. Damn, really? That's not even once a week. And that's once, once a month. Yeah. So like what if something really pops off? Then you have to pay for it out of your pocket, which that shit is expensive. Yeah, that shit is hella expensive. So I'm pretty sure it's better. I haven't researched it. Uh, cause I, um, I've had a chance to do it a little on a wide scale because mm-hmm. I can only look at my policy. Yeah. Uh, but if you do need help, there is treatment available there. Like I said, churches, you know, there are counselors there. Man, I don't know if I could do a church though. Because it goes back to, like I said, just having to see that see pastor person, yeah. every Sunday. Because what if you got some shit that you really want to get off and it's like, do I really want to know? Do I do I want to have a previous relationship with this person that I'm going to share this with? And here's my con- I <laughs> I'm ready. I'm have my counseling session mm. the next Sunday. The sermon's about me. Really? <laughs> and it may not even be about you. That's but, the but, thing. But like, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, like th- that sermon might already be on the docket. But you know, what I'm saying you don't talk to this man. Yo, now like, you feel like the whole sermon is about you. Oh, also, oh, is, is that what we doing, hey, Jones? Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what we doing, Pastor Jones? That's what we doing. Yeah, nah. Hey, now that you said that, I know I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, because it was kind of up in there. I was like, I mean, he was pretty cool when we did go. Do I want to? But yeah, now that you said that, oh, and he'll say some shit trying to crack a joke, and I'll take that shit so seriously. Man, it won't even be about you, though, but because. It won't be. But the fact that you know that he knows. Ah, oh, bro. It's like, man. So that's why I feel like having a third party that nobody knows. Yeah, man. It's going to be the best bet with that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I have a homegirl of mine who uh, goes to therapy, and she actually attends someone that was a hall director at our university. Mm. And so we, she had a previous relationship. Well, I don't know if she had a previous relationship with him. I did because I was in housing in North Texas. So I, I know the, the gentleman. But, I mean, she said she loves it. Like, she said she loves going to him and everything. So it may not be too bad. But, I mean, at the same time, he not, he's not going and speaking to 50 to, you know, 100 people. Man, every Sunday. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Speaking of that, like, what is your, what are your thoughts about that? Because we know we know one stigma is people will see somebody that's suffering or not suffering, but dealing with a mental health issue, and they'll say like, "Oh, this person doesn't have enough faith," or "You don't need to go to therapy. You need to pray more," and all that shit. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I feel like I understand the comment. Mm. Uh, but also, I understand that faith without works is dead. Mm. So you have to make some steps, you know, to better yourself. So mm-hmm. if you've been praying about situation to get better from, let's say, depression mm-hmm. for the past fifteen years and it's not working, then you need to you need to do something else. You need to take steps to to get healed. Yeah. Um. I. I, I yeah, no, because I, I, I don't believe in that. I, I believe that 
you know, spiritually, yes, you can be healed, mm. but I feel like you had to put in put in steps to go get your healing at the same time either. Mm, yeah. Do you think that it's easy um, for yourself? I'm just talking about you now mm-hmm. and us since we're having this conversation. Do you feel that it's easy to chop it up to, okay, yeah, my faith is just kind of just bad this week. I need to just pray more and I'll be good next week. All right. I feel I feel off. My energy's down. You know what? I need to just go to church and I'll be good. Like, do you feel like we, as a society, or even just you and I, since mm-hmm. like I said, it's us talking, like we can default to that. Like it's easy to default to that because we don't want to face the fact that we may have a mental health issue. It's possible because I, I'm, I'm if I haven't gone to church in a month and i i feel i feel different mm-hmm. but like once i once i go back it's like okay i my, my i'll always say my spirit needed this yeah and yeah. then it like i'm going back you know once i'm going every week it's like my weeks seem better and for me the uh, the church i go to is they they try to give more life lessons instead of just being talked to mm-hmm. so I find value in trying to find the lesson and then seeing what can I do to better myself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I know um, I'll say 80% of the times I do feel better when, when I, the weeks I go to church versus the weeks I don't. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, it could be something else there, but <laughs> like not, when you ask the question, it's like, hmm, I don't know. Like, like could, you, could you be masking whatever issue that you're dealing with and chopping it up to, man, you know what? I ain't been praying. I ain't been in church. This is this is why I'm dealing with this. Not that it could, you could actually be dealing with something more severe. I mean, not the fact that you could be harnessing something that may have affected you since you were a child or something like that. You chop it up to, man, you know what? I just ain't been to church. I ain't been in my community. Which that may be the case. Like you said, once you go to these, once you go to church and you listen to gospel music, you do feel better. But is that a Band-Aid, in a sense? For, mm. like... Are you putting a band-aid on something that you might need stitches for? Are you putting on are you are you putting, you know, stitches on something or ointment on something that you may need surgery on? Hey, if that ointment works, hey, keep on doing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but not because I feel like cause like um putting in perspective, the the week I after I I was released from prison after I got bailed out, I went to church and like immediately it took all the anxiety it took all that away from me so you know even even if going only releases that for me mm-hmm. for me that uh that's enough where because like it'll be the same way if if i was had to, if i had to take medication every day mm-hmm. and after i take the medication it makes me feel better mm-hmm. so if if going to church is my medication i'm cool with it yeah okay bro I I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> no, How you I, feel about it? Um, I feel like it can be. I feel like, and I I, I want to say this with with the most respect as I possibly can, but I feel that us leaning on faith and all that stuff when it comes to mental health. I think I feel that we can be using we can in some cases be using it as a crutch 
Depending on the issue, I can definitely agree with that. You know? Because, like, like, let's say somebody is OCD and they go they they go to church or whatever the event is for them um, that's faith-related and they get better that day, but the other five days, six days in the week, they're still, they still have an issue. Yeah. Then it's not really fixing the issue. So... Like I said, with, with my situation, it was just more about taking the anxiety that I have where I wasn't living in fear mm-hmm. based on my faith. So um, depending on what it is, uh, cause I know a lot of people who deal with that, with, especially with depression. Yeah. It's like, well, if I just go to church more, if I pray more, I'll be happier. Mm-hmm. And it could work. But at the same time, I feel like if it's not something that's, if every time you you if if the reason you're going is to alleviate something else, then you're not going to church for the right reason anyway. Because mm-hmm. the point for church isn't to just to make you feel better. It's about worship. It's about praise. It's about learning more about God, mm-hmm. or you know whatever whatever institution you're in. Mm-hmm. It's not about just putting a bandaid on it. So. If I for people who go just for that reason, yes, they are using it for a crutch. Mm, yeah. Then what if it doesn't work? Like, because our whole conversation has been, we go, we feel better. Mm-hmm. What if you go and you you don't feel better afterwards? Like, uh, learn how to talk in tongues and do something. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why I cannot have a serious conversation. <laughs> we rock ass. <laughs> I'm just saying, you better try something different, bro. Start running up these aisles or something. <laughs> Start doing laps around the building. Right. And shit. You got to do something, <laughs> shit. You got to do something, goddamn. But, I mean, now some people, I mean, it's, it's some, it may not work for some people. You may be in a deep depression to where, like, this shit's just not, like, all the hooping and, hooping and hollering, all the praying, all the worshiping. Like, I'm still going home and I'm still dealing with the same shit. Yeah, for for those people, I definitely say you know definitely seek out professional help. You know, definitely seek out a, a therapist or uh, who's the one who does medication? Um, psychiatrist. Yes, psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. So definitely seek out one or the other, if not both, because the, the hard thing about mental health, especially if it's something that you have to be medicated, is finding the right balance for it, and then sticking with the regimen. Because some people have those up and downs where they're feeling good, but their medicine brings them down. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why would I take medication to bring me back down? Mm. So it's just being consistent with whatever works best for you. Right. Yeah. That's real. You know what? I heard something and I know, I know you're probably about to be off of it, but I was watching something on mental health the other day. You know, kind of getting, trying to get my thoughts together for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And there was a lady which I can't, you know, when I come with these stories, I need to come with these people's names. Man. <laughs> every time I come with something, I have the story, but I have no idea who I'm talking about. So there was this lady who's, she was the first lady of a church, and the pastor of the church ended up committing suicide. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge, I wish I had their names. I'm so disappointed. But she went on this podcast, and she was just kind of talking about her experience you know, and dealing with it because she's, she's battling with, she said that she, she battles with, you know, believing in God, right? Like it's that battle of believing in God. Okay. But you know, 
why did my husband do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. constant tug of war. But she says, she says that you know, her, her love for God supersedes any thought that she has of him not being real. But the reason I, that's not why I brought that up. I brought that up because I know in the black community, we chop it up to. Oh, you're dealing with this. You just don't have enough faith, or you're not going mm-hmm. to church more. Like that's big in our community. Oh no, absolutely. It's big in the white community too. Like that's that's one thing that she said, especially being the 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 first lady of a church. Like people were really pushing that on her. Like that's a real thing in all communities, I guess, when you're dealing with religion. So, but yeah, man, that's ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, to be the pastor of a church, or to be to be the wife of a pastor of a church, who's you know, instilling all these praise mm-hmm. and worships and, and people and then but to be going through your own stuff to where you, you know, unfortunately, you know, decided to, you know, take your own life. It's that's scary. That like and unfortunately that's how some um, mental illness ends up is that people feel like there's no one that they can turn to. Mm-hmm. And the or the people who they who they their friends and family, they have a stigma it's like, oh, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Just, you know, you know, hey, you know, just go to a comedy club. You'll feel better. Right. So, but. Well, just read this passage. Not that I'm, and I, cause I keep going to the Bible, but that's, because that's kind of where my head is now. But he's like, or just read this. Or, I'll bring you a Bible you next do, week. Don't are you doing it. this? <laughs> you know what? All these books, I, that's actually one book I don't have over here. I need to get a Bible in here. But, I um, well, we'll definitely pray about it. Yes. <laughs> yes, pray about it. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, you, did you have anything else on that, yo? No, no, that's all I got for it. I bet. You want to jump into what's the scenario? Yes. All right. We're going to get it cracking. So what's the scenario? It's just two of us today. Two of us. Two songs. Two scenarios. Um, You're going to get this bitch cracking. Of course, we got a scenario. We got a song that goes to the scenario. It was interesting. Uh, we, I guess we came up with these. So we had some in the thread, but mm-hmm. I think Rez came up with a few that were like. What? Like, bro, what? We gonna wait for you to be here. It's you, like, we, man, we need, we need an explanation. <laughs> I'm enough for his scenarios. Yeah, it's like, what were you listening to when you came up with these scenarios? But um, we're gonna get a cracking. So, what's the scenario? <laughs> All right, first scenario is the last song you listen to. All right, I go and kick it off with this one first. Hey, do do. Mm. So I was watching All Us right. last night. So it's like, okay, yeah. You know, it's like they had the real. So I want to hear the original version. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me go jump on this real quick. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Like this ain't be hit. Yeah, this one of those songs that still be test the time. It's just the beat, man. But don't 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 Like if I could freestyle, this would be the beat to do it to. Bro, you know what? Write it. Write something to it. I said F. You want you want to write a freestyle or anything? No, no, nah. I, I, I sometimes I wish I could freestyle. I, I, I'm, I'm like I'm terrible at rapping, but I, I feel like if I were to like really, I guess put some effort to a pen, I might come out with something decent. I, I can write something out for my else to deliver. Oh, but you would even want to deliver? Oh no, it's like that's why issues with the delivery part. Uh, Cause like I can write up some type of poetry, so I'm like. 
you can do poetry, you should uh, do some type of freestyle, some type of rap battle. But it's that the lyric that da 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 da. That part. Yeah, that'll mess you up. Shit. Your cadence falls off. It's Boy, like, damn, you got slipped up and you try to get back. Like, fuck, well, that goes that. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Stop the beat. Stop it. I'm Let's done. Start over. Let's start over. I don't even want to start over. I'm done. Oh, who want to read this? Anybody want to read this? Somebody read my lyrics. <laughs> who got rhythm in here? <laughs> oh, man, for real. Okay, so mine is, is kind of like a little chill thing I was listening to. I've been really cutting for this artist lately. Um, he's been around for a while, but this is mm. one. This is one jam I, I, I fucks with. So this dude, who's is black, man, yeah, he has like this whole. This whole vibe so that I just really just been on lately. Like, he's pretty. He, he's a pretty dope artist. Mm. I said my niece has been trying to put me on for a minute uh, a while ago, and I finally started listening to it. Black, black. Yeah, but you spell it six black. Yeah, yeah. Black. yeah. this shit here, it's new though. I know we talking over it, but right, this mother, this mother, that shit, it's a vibe. Like the melody on it is. This song here is called Problems. So yeah, no, it's good. Shit, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 I'm so off. off I got real shit. This is a problem. I got to drink some of these things. Right. Well, I'm spending the night there, apparently. So, yeah. I definitely got to. That's facts. But, yeah, man. All right. Six lakh. I like that. I'm actually not mad at that. Yeah, man. Nah, nah check him out. He actually has some pretty good songs. I know there's one that was popular on the radio called Foreign that he has with a chick. That's pretty good, too. Um, so the second scenario is songs we've sung in the shower. So our shower, our shower songs, you know, with the acoustics, right? Man, you know what I'm saying. I don't know what it's about them, them droplets and that miss in that bathroom. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sound like Jonasy in there. <laughs> Hit the real, Maxwell. Man, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can hit every high note. When you in the shower, yo, you can hit every high note in the song, and you will not hear no cracks. Man, like I don't know if the water, the the glass doors, some something buffers the sound. It's something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Y'all was singing this one time, jamming. Yeah, caught that shower, started drying. I was like, what uh, the, yeah. the fuck is singing? Yeah, it's somebody different. It's somebody different. She wasn't sounding as good at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That nigga boy, he was in the shower sounding like motherfucking Tevin Campbell came out sounding like J Rock. <laughs> boy, all beat and everything. <laughs> oh shit. Alright, yeah, uh, so songs we've sung in the shower. This is yours? Yes, me and mine. Hit, hit up. It. Ah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. I know that you're a sexy thing. 
Hey, damn. He's Y'all need to pray. <laughs> Somebody tell the sponsor. God damn it. <laughs> you over under. Man. How the hell could I not want you? Huh. It don't have to be a thing. Hey, I wait for you, you wait for me. Everything is high. Yes, everything, everything is high. You gotta be in the shower for this one. Oh, no, I'm part. These are the times that we live for. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, no. Somebody turn on the shower. Somebody turn on the shower for Jay Rock. Yo, what do we need? Get some running water in here. This is one of those songs where like I wish if there was like enough people that would be for it, I would want to do this song for a karaoke night. Mm. This is like one of those songs like yeah, I can just okay, this should be tight. Or uh or can you stand the rain? That should be tight as karaoke. Oh yeah. Yeah, any Drew Hill I'm down for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you like me Come, Come on, girl. girl. <laughs> Only thing I'm being key for all day. I'll shout out. Come on, girl. Oh shit. Damn. Damn, what was I forgot what my song was. We finna find out. Yeah, I guess so. Shit, let's see what it is. Well, we was close this week. Yeah, we were. We, yeah, we were close <laughs> as hell. Got Cisco in that thing. Who would I guess so scandalous? See, we don't, we're not gonna get to the hot part of the song because it's at the end. But we don't oh, get like, that. Yeah. Oh, so we can definitely skip there. <laughs> We can definitely skip there. She had dumb like a chuck. Like this song, you just have to laugh real without the shower. Yeah, you just, it's a vibe. We just kind of jamming a little bit. Catching the arms, the chest. Let me see that thong. Baby. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. You know what I found interesting about this song? Yo. Every. Every verse is the same verse, but just in a different octave. Like he's gonna say the same shit. That girl's so scandalous, you know what What's going on right now? It's the same verse. Every verse is the same verse in every verse. It's the same lyrics. See, little bit I look guy, she had Y'all feel so funny for my childhood right now. Well you can tell niggas wanna listen to this shit. We was like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, for real. We're like, wait, we saying the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Let me see that though. It's my shower right here, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, let's go. See how this thing go real quick. Yeah. Is it I like the way? Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, that's the listen. Said I like the way. Oh yeah. I don't think you heard me. You gotta make sure you got hot water still playing this one. I know, right? You gotta get the steam build up. You gotta be steaming this bitch. Ooh, steam going. Somebody, 
Mirror shit, everything Boy. fogged up. <laughs> Can't see shit. Glasses at. Can't see shit in this bitch. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, man, thong song, dog. Man, I'm not mad so at scandalous. None that nigga. I'm mad that, that it's every <laughs> the yeah, same verse. Yeah, every verse is the same lyrics. I don't even know if there's another song that's like that. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. That should be iconic. Damn, now I'm going to be on a mission to see if there's another song that's like that. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm sorry. Yo, and watch next week. We have a scenario. What's a scenario with artists playing the same uh, thing? Yeah, the same over and over and over again. Yeah, damn. That actually might be a good scenario for next week. I can't use Thong Song now, though. Uh-huh. You can't. <laughs> I didn't Just play like it. a nigga. You, you drink up everybody alcohol, <laughs> throw up in their shit, steal their songs for scenarios. You trash, dog. <laughs> Yo, this one is. <laughs> Well, at least you know you're true to you, dog. That's, you gotta be. You that's, hey, that's all you can be, man. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, bro. Let's get the hell out of here. We get that beat cracking. I have my headphones in this week. Okay. Two was <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, did you, did you smell? Yes, yes, it's like, playing. Yeah, like, damn, you gonna play this shit? Oh, you are playing it. My bad. Oh, man. All right, man. Hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Like I said, let us know if you have a drunk story you want to tell. Um, let us know your thoughts on mental health. Um, if you, do you see therapy? Do you seek therapy? Do you know someone that does? Um, are you dealing with anything that you want to talk to people about? Anything like that? Let us know. Hop in our DMs. Also, check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. you find all of our shit. This is nothing else, man. This is King Gabe signing off. I'm John with J-Rock. Speak between the lines. We are out of here. I guess I took one. I was going to say, well, somebody, when you are, I was going to do it. I don't say numbers. I was going to say, is Rock going to take it over? <laughs> somebody answer. Speak between the lines, man. We are out of here. We have to be consistent. There you go. Yeah, somebody. <laughs>